Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. All right, headline number four Petco has opened up a new flagship store in New York City. And shout out to Mrs. Thiebert for my English class. And that's where I learned that word, Saturnalia. According to Chain Store Age. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember that word. Okay. The two level, 25,000 square foot store. Houses a full suite of experiences, products and services, ranging from a full service veterinary. Why do I always get the veterinary read? I don't know, at but I hospital love it so much. To an indoor tr- dog training park. Here are some of the big highlights. Yeah, the store yes. includes a just food for dogs, all one word kitchen, which is a gourmet kitchen featuring trained chefs preparing small batch human grade pet meals formulated by veterinarians. There you go, and made with fresh whole food ingredients. It also has a Ruff's Barbershop. Good job. Which is the store's pet salon that offers grooming services tailored to specific needs, as well as a dog self-wash station. I'm curious as hell to see how that works. And also Petco Love Adoptions, Dan. I know. I know. Warms your heart. Which are year-round cat adoptions. Yeah. As well as other adoption events with local animal welfare partners, replete with an on-site photo booth that allows pet parents, pet parents, to capture the moment they welcome a new pet into their family. So, Anne, in addition to this story giving us all warm, fuzzy feelings, you fought really hard for this this week, like really, really hard. Please tell the audience why. Well, it it's not so much about, about Petco, although we have to give a shout out to Jenny Wolski, who's running right now and her team listening to this about the tremendous job that they did. Like, it looks incredible. They have leveled, they have like leveled up experiences. They've got, they brought in services and products and it's, it's like created this beautiful space for pet parents and their pets to go like, hang out. It's a destination. It's not just like, uh, I can cross these things off my list, get my dog food. But the reason that I really like this story is because with all the news this week, also, which we didn't cover in the fast five about the bye bye baby pending sale, I thought it's amazing to me that this experience has not been done in baby. Like, I think, I think there's so much opportunity. Like you look at the pet market right now, pet industry and services, the business in 2022 was $137 billion. The baby industry in 2021 for, you know, all apparel gear, all the things was $214 billion in 2021. So you have the market there. I think you have the opportunity to make you know, this a place for moms who met on peanut to like come together and meet or postnatal like support groups, prenatal support groups, like uh, learning and doing demos. I mean, almost everything that you're doing, like having a minute clinic there for baby checkups, like all the things that they're doing with the dogs feel like they could be somewhat relevant to a baby experience. And I'm surprised that no one is doing it. So if you're at babies or us in the new initiative, Mm-hmm. Or bye bye baby. If you're thinking about buying them, like I think you should be looking at Petco. Interesting and interesting. Um, okay, so we're gonna get in a pretty big kerfuffle on this one. But first, I do want to. Yeah, I'm curious about the Petco thing in New York City. We had pickup Safeways in in uh in uh San Francisco. I wonder if we yeah. pick up Petcos in New York City with all the dog walkers going into the the stores, you know, and like trying to meet meet other oh little... pickup like for date. Yeah, dates. I thought you were talking pick about like Petco. product pickup. I just like the alliteration. To okay, pick up Petco. But anyway, all right, back to the kerfuffle. I 100% disagree with you, Anne. Okay, I don't. I don't think there's an opportunity there at all. 
So, and let me ask you too, what age range of kid are you thinking you're building this experience for? What, and, and the moms, like moms of what age range of kid? I would, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a good question. We talked about this briefly, but I would say like probably up to like five. So like toddler up to toddler age. Okay, good. All right. So that, so that's my point. So like, here's, here's a big thing. It's like to me, that's why the analogy why sounds like it makes sense on the surface to me is a little bit flawed. And the reason I say that is there's 4 million births a year. Yeah. Okay. So you take five times for that's 20 million kid, 20 million. That's assuming, yeah. that's assuming no one has two kids in that age range. Right? Yeah. No mom has two kids. No mom or dad has two kids. I want to be, make sure that we cover that. So you contrast that though, with the 120 million US households, yes. which according to Forbes, 50% of them have dogs yes. and another 30% of them have cats. Yes. Okay. So that's an S load more people that have cats and dogs, not to say anything about fish, hamsters, guinea pigs. Yeah. So you have a different market size and they live longer than five years yeah. too. So there's more opportunity for them to come in and the replenishment cycles are different. The other thing about those numbers you read, probably half of that volume yes. is prenatal stuff. You've got gear, the breast pumps, the car seats, the furniture. I think furniture. like a, over half was apparel, baby apparel. It probably is. And that's yeah. the other thing too. And it's apparel. So the problem with that idea is that you need the reason to come into the store. And so at, at the postnatal side of things, there just aren't those hooks that get you into the store other than feeding and diapers. Yeah. And for the most part, you can get those by going to another trip, like either Target or Walmart or your growth or, or, or your grocery store. And then also like those services that you mentioned, like, like the, the analogies to veterinary services or mm -hmm. pet grooming, they just aren't really there for the kids. Like, I mean, I, I guess you could put a mini clinic in there. I think you there, could. Or like, like ear piercing, like Rowan. Like you could put all these for things. For a five-year-old? Yes, for babies. There's tons of babies I, that get I their guess. ears pierced. I guess. I mean, but I guess it just, there's a reason it hasn't been done, I think. Yeah. And I think it's because it's hard. So that's my take. I think there could be a there there. But I think when you get down to it, I think the market size is a lot smaller. The addressable market size is a lot smaller than I think we probably realize. And it sounds good on the surface, but I'm just, I just can't get there. I can't. Get I over just, the hump. I think as of as We're a, not arguing that much. Though. No, as a mom who really something you want desired these services, and as somebody at Target who worked on thinking about the mom who's desiring yeah. this connection, as plate, did I. I think that it's it's an opportunity. I yeah. think it's an opportunity. I think Peco did a really good job of executing that yeah. space, so, that, yeah. that third space for pet. There definitely is a way to reimagine the baby shopping yes. experience beyond bye-bye baby. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's yes. my favorite category we ever, that I ever ran at Target. Yeah. I loved it. So that's why I'm so passionate about it too. But well, that was a nice, nice little like yeah. agree to disagree moment. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Wow. We're getting too, too nice to each other, Anne. Okay. Well, maybe we'll change later on. Um, I'm just hungover still. So I think that you just got me on a, you didn't get me on my best quickest day. 